0: Is recording okay now it's going okay <clears throat> i'm Annalyssa and i am casey and we are the baddies in the basement you didn't know you needed on this journey through life and motherhood
1: to bring you the enlightened raunchy kind of stupid and sort of magical conversation that everyone wants to have but is too scared to say out loud
0: so buckle up and get ready 'Cause it'll be fun, but it's not perfect. You play music. Yeah, you play some music. I play some music. Can you turn the pop? You have to turn the power on. Remember? The power on. That one first. Those to you. Okay.
1: Because I feel like I have sort of an idea. And if you were feeling scatterbrained, maybe having the paper will
0: keep me on track a little bit. Um, I'm also looking to like, try to make sure um, our sound is in the right spot on the thingy. There we go. That's better.
1: Ooh, that's very That's nice. better
0: there. And then you talk into yours now. Oh, hello,
1: hello. Yeah.
0: Okay. We're okay. balanced now. Okay. All right mostly
1: balanced mostly i don't know <laughs> the best we, just, we can do we just really. do our best <laughs> we just do our
0: best it's all we can do
1: mm-hmm. oh goodness uh awesome anyway mm-hmm. how was your year how was your
0: year it's <laughs> a long year it's a big year yeah 2022 you had a baby i did
1: it seems so long ago it seems
0: ancient i was looking at my uh like so i've done two of these like end of the year like reflect on your year fill out this packet thing um and i was looking at mine from 2020 and then from 2021 so last year's and last year's was like very uninspired (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. I was like 20, 20 <laughs> weeks pregnant. And I was like, I mean, I don't know. I guess I want not have a baby. Like, I don't know what you want from me. I was like mad at the thing. Yeah. Um, which is pretty funny. So I, I definitely feel very different December 22 than I did December 21. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. We were just really not, not in a great place at mm. all. And I like think that we'd, so we did similarly, I have a, um, sort of get together to go through the same sort of like reflection and intention questions for past year and year coming up at the end of the year. So before this was our podcast space, it was our new year's <laughs> reflection space. And we'll be doing that again this year, but, um, we, it was the same sort of thing, like reflecting on the year and how it went and my like resolution for lack of a better word my goal my intention I guess more of an intention for the year I put was to thrive instead of survive Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like we had been just like sliding by like barely making it for like ever and ever and it just tired of it you know like how do you
0: we as in like your family yeah
1: Mm -hmm. um you and me (laughs) and And I don't think that I knew what that really meant when I wrote it down Mm. and Say, say, say more I I think that I was really ready to like I don't know accomplish so it was like an accomplishment like I was tired mm-hmm. of like not doing anything or like not uh like I it's it felt like doing big things would be thriving. Okay. Um instead of just like steadily doing small things and steadily like celebrating your wins. I mm-hmm. feel like is something that I very recently through kind of reflecting on that like do i feel like i accomplished that this year no not at all like I, th- the thrive and thriving st- and st- st- yes st- i mean i herniated my disc like the next week yeah. so i i immediately went into like an even worse place than i was at the end of the year and, yeah, I don't know. I just, but I suppose having to reflect on it now and realizing, like, no, I I think I just have a different definition of what that means now mm-hmm. um, that seems much more achievable than what I had in mind when I wrote it down. What do you think
0: your definition was when you wrote it down versus what it is now?
1: Just that thing of like doing big things and like being able to like, like large strides, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and now it's more of a mindset, you know, like you have the choice whether you're going to be in a survival mindset or a thriving mindset, regardless of what's going on. And obviously there are some things like being sick every other fucking week is like survival mode at its finest. But you still have the choice to, like, thrive in those moments or to not to.
0: So do you feel like with your new definition of it that you are thriving? What do you – what's your perspective?
1: It does feel way more achievable now. Yeah. Um, So
0: does it – it sounds like you're saying maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. Or is it possible to, like – like is it is that possible is it possible
1: to think all the time but I think the majority is enough or maybe not maybe the outcome isn't even the thing that matters Mm -hmm. just the fact that now like it has changed my mindset so I suppose I could say yes because I know what it actually means now to like thrive even in like survival mode yeah um I love that and even, yeah, the things like taking small breaks or, like, taking a fucking breath, you know. Mm-hmm. Or my my best small example is, like, Adam and I both do this and we sort of look at each other and it sort of helps. But, you know, when your kids are doing something that, like, it's not necessarily dangerous that <laughs> you don't want them to be doing it mm-hmm. and they're not listening to you. And it's fucking pissing you off. Yeah. And you're just like getting more and more angry. And right now, or Henry's thing is like silly stuff. Like, so he just gets more and more silly and he's like fucking cracking up. And we're like, Henry, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Not actually like that, but like in my brain, I'm like, oh my God, like stop fucking kicking the wall. (laughs) But like, Having the moment to, like, stop and be like, does this matter, Mm -hmm. actually? Mm -hmm. And being able to turn off this, like, internal irritability and just, like, laugh that your kid's being silly. Yeah. Like, the way that the entire dynamic changes when you do something like that. Yeah. I feel like is the perfect definition of, like, what thriving means. Because, like, Mm -hmm. the moment you decide like this isn't worth being angry. I don't actually have to be angry about this. I don't actually have to be irritated. And yeah, they're making a fucking mess that we're going to have to clean up later and that sucks. But like, Oh my gosh, though, they're having so much fun Mm -hmm. and just like giggling with them. And then their whole world lights up and then everybody's having this great family moment that five seconds ago was like your worst fucking nightmare. Yeah. And I think it's, it's like being able to change those moments. Like, I have a really hard time, probably uh, most people probably do, I would assume, especially mothers. I have a really hard time like with crying Mm -hmm. if it's like inconsolable Mm. and like somehow being able to change that sort of survival mode in your head instead of like, instead to like, there is nothing that I can do except for be here. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that the crying's going to stop, but I am the absolutely the person that my kid wants and needs right now. Mm-hmm. And like just being able to turn off like the negative energies wherever they are and like sit with and be with the present moment. Yeah. Um, so hard. Yeah. So hard. But like the moment you do it, it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. The moment you do it and your kid finally falls asleep on your shoulder after they've been crying and wailing and panting, yeah. you know, like um the moment you can actually see clearly like oh like they are really sick or they really don't feel good mm-hmm. you know something like that that's just like yeah gives you the ability to be a slightly more compassionate or like turn on the right parts of your brain to be like okay yeah um
0: i also think um the recognition of it too uh like this weekend yesterday i was very tired and i Chris and I were like, "Okay, we're both really tired. <laughs> this is gonna be a terrible day. <laughs> we could do this. We can get it. We're gonna have to over communicate. We're gonna yell at each other probably. Yeah, <laughs> we we can do this. <laughs> we could do this. Um, and like, we did pretty good. We got like all the way through bath time mm-hmm. before I was like, I am so overstimulated that I, I can't, I cannot. Fuck. I'm like, I can read a book." but if bedtime doesn't go well I'm I'm going to yell and I don't I don't want to do that. I'm going to lose my shit. I don't <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm like can you do this? Can you do this? And Chris was like yeah, I got it. I'm going to close the door. You just like put on some headphones or something. I'm like amazing. Amazing. <laughs> God I bless love that. <laughs> And then he like came back in and gave me a play-by-play play, and he was like, okay, Vivian's down. I think, I think she's down. I'm going to go read Wesley's story. We brushed her teeth. We're doing good. Do you want to come say goodnight? I'm like, yeah, real, like real quick. Like, so I like came and gave Wesley a hug and like, told Vivian goodnight. And then I like, went back in the closet and then they like woke up a little bit, but <laughs> he, he had it taken care of. He did it great. He did great. And he was like, I see initially he was like, we're going to tag team bedtime. I'm like, for sure totally on the same page however <laughs>
1: here's where I'm at I am feel like dying <laughs> actually so. and I was like pumping yeah while this was happening and I was yeah. like
0: I can't I can't I'm like I can't I know because I already tried, I had tried out. to put Vivian down for like 40 minutes at that yeah. point and uh-huh. she was just teething and she's upset and whatever I was doing was not cutting it and I was like I get I can't be told that I'm, I'm I'm here all I can hear from her is you're wrong, you're stupid, can't you figure it out, mom? <laughs> Which in no way, shape or form is she saying that, No, right? but
1: yes, I get that. Because then, <sighs> then uh, yeah, and then the shame sets in because you're like, my child is obviously not saying those things. Correct. But I'm yeah. like so selfish that I'm th- taking it yes. that way. <laughs> yes, I'm like, wow,
0: I have crossed the line now. I need to go to sleep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's time for yeah. me to go to well, sleep now. So <laughs> Adam usually does any of the crying stuff with Ruby because I have like massive... PTSD from Ruby. <laughs> um, <laughs> sleeping slash not sleeping slash being a baby mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in general. Um and it was my turn. Usually she falls asleep so fast. So I don't know if she's she she is getting her molars right now. That's so she hard. She hasn't been napping, so she could be overtired. Hopefully not sick. Hopefully it's just the first two. Yeah. But she was in there, and I put onions in her socks tonight, and she did not like that. <laughs> Neither of the kids are currently wearing their onions. They lasted about five minutes. No. I really wanted to see if it would work.
0: Our, our like, prairie remedy is just, like, the, like, menthol rub on the feet. Oh, okay. We, that might be a, it's work good work a little to put, better. put the socks on. You can you can get the baby version for babies and then i th- i can't remember the age that they can like switch to the official like mm-hmm. full on camper version but yeah anyway that's
1: our uh anyway she was swatting swatting me in the face and kicking me and i was just like texting adam i was cuz he was supposed to go on a run. And i was like did you leave because i need help like <laughs> please help me Come back yeah and he's like no i didn't leave and then she's just like screaming and he's like do you want me to get medicine and i was like yeah and he came in and i was like i don't know what to do yeah. and he was like i don't have to go for a run it's like oh okay that would be good yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah so so all that to say i think for me i've noticed that the, there's an in, there's been an increase over to over the year probably mm-hmm. of yeah, noticing those moments where, because there's sometimes when I notice if I've had enough sleep, I'm like, oh, she, this isn't personal. <laughs> like she's not personally attacking, yelling me. at me. <laughs> like this is not what's ha- that's she's an infant. It's like it's you know they're toddlers and an infant. It's like it's fine, and I can and I can be here for that. Yeah, um, I think the amount of times that that happens has gone up, and then also being like, okay, I know this is not what's happening, but I cannot get there right now. Like, yeah. no matter what I'm doing, that is all I can hear. And I need to step away. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I guess the luxury of of being able to do that and having a partner that can share the load is really yeah. helpful. Yeah. We,
1: we just had a conversation about, not that specifically, but... Adam, like, never gets sick, really. Mm -hmm. We've been together for, like, almost eight years, I think. And he, like, unless he's, like, throwing up, Mm -hmm. which he sounds like he's, like, exercising a demon (laughs) when he's throwing up because he, like, it, like, comes all the, like, all the sound from, like, it's very, like, guttural and Mm -hmm. disgusting. (laughs) But uh, anyway, unless he's, like, throwing up. He just doesn't really act sick, doesn't, has never asked for anything. Like he still goes to work, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Like he'll be like, oh yeah, I've been taking mucinex for three days. And I'm like, oh, oh, so you're like, I don't know what that means. Because if I was on mucinex for three days, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not doing shit. Yeah. Like that would be like, I'm sick, sick. Yeah. And, um, same way. So. I And I guess because my mental health has not been super great the past couple years now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Like the focus has been a lot largely on me and like where he can help the most Mm -hmm. um, or support the most or whatever. And we kind of talked about it last night and I was like, I can see like you getting more irritable or stressed like more often lately. And I know that I have also been doing more things like more kid free things mm-hmm. that he has had to like step up and take the kids for or bedtimes or whatever, which he doesn't like conscious. He's not like consciously bitter or anything. Right. But it's also like I can clearly see affecting him. Yeah. Um. And I know most of the stuff I don't really consider It's not like I'm just, like, going out for fun. Yeah. Like, this is fun, but I don't consider it, like... I guess it is, like, therapeutic and relaxing. But, like, if I do a mom's night out, Mm -hmm. for the most part, that's not, like, relaxing and fun for me. Right. Because it's equal parts work for me. Right. Stuff like that. And so we sort of talked about it. And I was like, I just... Like, we need to learn how to communicate better, like, what you need. Right. Because you've been doing it all for me and I don't want you to end up looking the way I did a year ago because um, because you're not feeling supported but like I don't know the right questions to ask because you've never asked for support in that way of like I'm not feeling well can you do bedtime or whatever and I was like yeah like we know what like fucking with ruby's sleep and stuff can do to me so i'm hesitant but also like if it's been four nights in a row and she's waking up screaming every night and you're like dying that i need you to be okay with being like hey i really need help yeah
0: and there's something about that question that's like oh like okay i got it yeah like oh you're done you're you are not an option
1: yeah I'm here. I can do it. I, yeah, I can muster up. Like I, can it be a habit probably for me ever again to like deal with small children crying in the night? No, Mm -hmm. that I am not anywhere near being able to like do that and not spiral out of an ordinary place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like I can step up. So the same thing doesn't happen to him. Yeah. You know, I can muster up a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, um, Hard to do too. I guess I'm like speaking for other people for, for like for Chris especially, but <laughs> he'll <laughs> he will after a couple of frustrating nights. Like he won't also he also doesn't ask for help yeah. directly. We're working on this. He'll like stomp around. Yeah. Stop! 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 While she's like screaming, and I'm like. <laughs> Do you need a, do you need a break? (laughs) Like, it just seems like you need a break. And like nine times out of 10, he'll be like, oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how did you know? And I'm like, you, (laughs) it's pretty, pretty obvious. I don't know. (laughs) Message received.
1: Also, you could always just ask. You could just ask. Just listen for the stomping. (laughs) That's funny.
0: Um, I don't know what my intention goal was really. I don't know if I had like a single one really except for just to like try as much as possible to keep myself healthy, which I didn't necessarily have a lot of control over Mm -hmm. um, through pregnancy, but as much control as I could have and... I think I did well with that. It was actually, I mean, it was really hard. I think when I, at the end of the year, so like I had help syndrome with Wesley and preeclampsia can't happen before 20 weeks. Mm-hmm. And so I was high risk, obviously, or maybe not obviously, but I was high risk for my pregnancy with Vivian and.
1: Does any previous preeclampsia automatically make you high risk for any other pregnancies?
0: I'm not sure what that connection is for, like, um, like for, I'm going to just call it regular preeclampsia. Yeah. Um, for HELP syndrome, definitely. Okay. And so 20 weeks for me was, like, mid-January. Yeah. So my... My doctor initially was just like, hey, like, you can, I mean, just hang out, enjoy the holidays, like do your thing, whatever. So I think I really had no idea how much of a struggle it was going to be for me. Mm -hmm. Just like once it was possible, like I got, I had COVID. Did I have COVID? Maybe Chris had COVID. I don't know. I feel like I had COVID. Maybe I didn't. I don't
1: remember that. In January. Um, <laughs> that, that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Oh, no. I got
0: COVID in May. Um, I got COVID in May. In January, we were just sick <laughs> with, like, all <laughs> the things that were going around. But part of that was when I am sick normally, not in pregnancy, my my blood pressure goes up. Like, that's, yeah. like, a thing that happens for me when I'm ill. And so I, like, very rapidly at, like, 26 weeks, like, 24, I don't know, some. Early on weeks started to have high blood pressure. Yeah. But I went down because I wasn't sick. And then it was like borderline pretty much the rest of pregnancy. And yeah. anytime I was remotely stressed, I'd be like, oh, my blood pressure is like whatever, super high. Calm down. And so I think my goal or like my intention was I think I was vague enough to like have met it. Cause I was like, <laughs> be as healthy as possible. But I think when I made that goal, it was to just like stay calm and, like, do a bunch of yoga <laughs> and, like, be really centered and not get stressed out about things I shouldn't get just stressed out about. Yeah. Um. And I don't – I think I did okay. I could have probably, like, reduced hours at work or yeah. um, <laughs> come to the conclusion that I could be as okay much yeah. sooner <laughs> in, my, in school. Um, But, Yeah. I I think I really just didn't anticipate how, uh, how challenge I kind of like, I pictured that all the providers I would encounter were going to be like, you got this. Like you're really, you (laughs) you can do it. And I, instead I had like providers be like, I literally had a provider be like, well, I, I give you two weeks when I was 32 weeks pregnant. He's like, well, just just, because you had high blood pressure, just given your history, like I give you two weeks. I was like, "Okay, what do you want me to say to that?" Thanks, I guess. Like, like all right that, then.
1: What the heck? <laughs> God, I fucking hate Like,
0: okay, well, this has been very helpful for me. <laughs> see you. In, see you yeah. in two
1: days. <laughs> I feel like any the high risk people just. Uh, I mean, they see the worst of it all the time, and I think they are trying to be helpful but it's like
0: I think in the end it ended up being a little helpful like it was pretty stressful when he first said it and I like yeah. obviously ranted about it for a while but yeah. then I was like I'll show you two weeks <laughs> absolutely not I don't think so and my OB was like I mean I, I it's nice I when don't you think he's OB a wizard like
1: <laughs> No, I remember multiple times going to my OB appointments after having seen the high risk person, Yeah, just bawling. Yeah. Like they're just, I hate them. They're not nice <laughs> to you. And mine's all about like food was, I had gestational diabetes twice. And so they're like just very harsh. But most of the people that go, I didn't realize. Cause by the end we sort of had like made, made up. Like I knew that they're like, I don't know. It's like once you know that you're with somebody that like you could like tap them and their alarms go off, Yeah, like just very sensitive, high alarm, like very dramatic. And I think once I had that down, it was like, okay, like every single time we'd have like a, I don't know, something on the, I don't even know what the equipment's called. Like the heart rate wasn't exactly right. You better call your OB and then my call the OB and she's like, It's fine. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think having enough of those and just like crying, like, well, they're like they're the best case scenario. If I move you, then I get more complaints about the other people. <laughs> so you're right. just going to deal with it.
0: Yeah, I eventually. um There, that was only. There's the like four provider rotation, and the other three were mostly like. No, no alarm bells here you yeah. get in labs every week how's your blood pressure at home okay okay see you in two days <laughs> <laughs> okay great you uh, man but that guy did not help anyway so i i think that that i just i really didn't have anything in my sights beside that like i think i put things down like oh i'm gonna like let go of perfectionism which is like lol i mean i did quite a yeah. bit but there's always going to be more room to to do that more because yeah. it's
1: so instinctual and like... Yeah. Do you think habitual? that the perfectionism is more... I, I mean, maybe this is rhetorical. It's more of like a, how hard it is on your own brain. It's not actually about the output that's happening. It's more about like how... I don't, for anxious for lack of a better word you are about getting things done um or how no, serious you are about getting things done I don't know how to describe what I'm saying
0: <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like that I for me I went through a lot of
1: a lot of school
0: a lot of school in my life <laughs> uh, and I learned about perfectionism like I have a PhD in gifted education and it's like uh, common a common affliction <laughs> for those who have the as there's this um psychiatrist he runs healthy gamer which is a great like online resource of like YouTube videos and there's a discord community it's a whole thing It's great but he's like oh you were cursed <laughs> the curse <laughs> of gifted <laughs> he has this whole thing about it but anyway I digress yeah uh, it's a common. that people who have been identified as quote unquote gifted at some point like struggle with and I went through my whole program being like thank god I don't have that (laughs) like I don't I don't think that I'm perfect I'm definitely not perfect I'm not trying to be perfect blah 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 Uh, until I finally had my my current therapist was like so uh you have a problem with perfectionism and I was like, I don't. And I like <laughs> described it to her and she was like, yeah, so um, <laughs> how I frame it, me, I'm talking about myself now is I don't want to, there's, there's right and wrong ways to do things. And I just yeah. don't want to do them wrong. Okay. I want to do them correctly. Yeah. And so that I'm like, that's different than perfectionism because perfectionism like you're trying to get this like ideal that doesn't exist
1: i know what the right way is (laughs) know what the right way is and i'm just
0: i'm i want to do it right i know there is a right way and i'm going to find it and do
1: it that way and Mm -hmm. if i don't do it that way that's wrong i feel like in my mind i'm thinking of like the amount of i'm gonna call it stale effort okay that you put towards something so like if In my mind, perfectionism would be like you have worked yourself down to the bone to try to get this one particular thing right. Yeah. That's from a non-gifted person's perspective. I feel like it's two different things. If like perfectionism comes easy to you, then you're not necessarily thinking about how much like for me, perfectionism would take so much extra time and effort out Yeah, that it feels like it would just beat you down. Yeah, is that a feeling that it's more associated with perfectionism? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, absolutely. I think
0: my particular flavor is a a little bit of like not getting started on something, Mm -hmm. so wanting to like have everything in place, like the right, (laughs) like the right tools or the right shoes for xyz kind of run or like (laughs) the right like equipment to go play like a a basketball that's the right basketball or like the right cleats to go play soccer with or whatever it might be needing like and that's symbolically for lots of things but like needing to have the right things in place in order to begin or like starting the thing at the right time yeah so that it then has the biggest impact that it's going to have or uh-huh. whatever. So it's extremely limiting in that way. Yeah. Um, and then also once the thing has begun, like having that high of a bar to like maintain that. Yeah. So I'm going to continue to do it correctly. So yeah. you can see how it's like thinly veiled. Right. What is
1: your stress response to when those things are not right?
0: Um, lots of different things um one is a lot of like negative Mm self-talk so um, just a lot of like self-flagellation I don't know just like (laughs) like you're you're so stupid you're not enough you didn't do it right how could you be so dumb like that like yeah you're an idiot that kind of thing and sometimes not even Like, full sentences in my head, but just, like, that feeling. Yeah. I guess shame would probably be the word I might use. Like, you are bad versus, you know, it's not even something bad This is the thing, but, like. There's lots of different shoes. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then Um, avoidance.
1: Like. Of the thing? Of the thing. Like,
0: oh, well, I don't really like running. (laughs) So, good thing I... Not going to do it (laughs) or like, I don't really, What's another good example. Oh, like I don't, I'm not, I'm not really like, I'm not really that into yoga. So (laughs) I don't, it's fine if I like don't go repeat like on a weekly basis. Cause I, the thing is, is that I just don't really, I'm not really that into it. (laughs) So like total, just like reject the thing. Like,
1: well, I don't, I can't do it perfectly. I'm not going to do it at all.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's like usually one of those two things. For sure. <laughs> so we're better. I've made progress, but still, yeah, working, still
1: progress. working on it. Yeah.
0: Should we do these questions? Yeah. Which one do you like? What is the best thing you've discovered about yourself this year?
1: Hmm. Um. I think I would have to say like my capacity
0: mm-hmm.
1: I I mean I spent the last couple of years almost I I am vibing with what basically what you were saying of like the avoidance of the thing mm-hmm. but more to the token of like there's no way that I could possibly do that without getting worn out or my energy being too drained or not being able to commit or uphold. Um, you know, like I just like do not have the capacity to do whatever that thing is. No. Leave the house, talk to people, maintain a friendship,
0: yep.
1: um, work out, um, anything kid free, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And this year I I mean, so at the end of last year I was doing all the Fit Mama stuff, like very I was working out six days a week Mm -hmm. for like several months. Which was like stroller fit in the park and then boot camp. And I did boot camp. And then when boot camps were off, I had started making my own schedules to do workouts every day. And sometimes doing twice a day if I was going to stroller fit. And um, I still might do my own workout later. Like I was very committed to that, which was really good for my mental health. And I think the community part of it too, Mm -hmm. just being out of the house. But then that also like kind of opened the door for being like the capacity to do more like with both kids with me because like the idea of taking, I mean, I was taking both of them with me every morning to do a workout with them in the stroller while feeding them snacks, while keeping them busy, you know, and it just sort of like. Yeah. It kind of showed me that like, oh, maybe I can do a little bit more. And then having to backtrack when I had back surgery in March, well, January through March, I wasn't really able to do much of anything because I was in so much pain. Right. And then the surgery took me out for at least a month. Um. So from January to April, I really wasn't able to do anything. And then in May Fit Mama ended. So I mm-hmm. like had no I had found a thing and then I lost the thing. Yeah. But but I was still reminded that like I am capable of doing more than what I thought at the very least. And so then like being able to start a play group felt like something small that I could do. Um, because when I started, I had thought this will probably be like one day a week (laughs) and then having that slowly growing into more and more and more on my plate, which is a balancing act for sure, but I haven't had to do that in a long time. Yeah. And so it's almost a good thing. Like it's very teetering because like if I go too far, then I'm like burnout for a couple of weeks and I have to figure out a way to get unburnout yeah. <laughs> because it's something that I care about and I want to keep doing. Um, so kind of trying to find the in between of like, how can I make this available to the most people possible because I have been there. Yeah. And while also like taking care of myself so I think like having the capacity to like take the, leave the house every day with the kids. Yeah. Um, but also now learning, like not only having the capacity to get up and leave the house every day, but also having the capacity to stay at home alone with my kids is like mm-hmm. almost just as big because at the time of starting to do stuff like that, I really like, I felt unsafe. Mm hmm being home with them. Yeah. And, um, and so much has changed since that point, but it's still terrifying. Sometimes like today we ended up canceling and staying home and I was feeling it by the end of the day, but also like we made a stuffy pit in the living room and they just like jumped and played and we painted and did all sorts of stuff and just got to like hang out with them, Mm -hmm. um, in a way that we don't normally get to do, because i'm too terrified of that yeah um so i think i think yeah my capacity to do more and be more present um is something that i'm constantly i don't impressed is not the right word i suppose proud of um but probably the biggest lesson that i've learned yeah. this year about myself it's a big one mm-hmm. what about you Good for you thanks I don't know. <laughs>
0: I think I think that one big thing that I've discovered is that I is that I am not This is going to sound like a bad thing, but it's actually a really really good thing and it's been very <laughs> helpful. I'm not as good at expressing myself as I thought I was. Mm. So, I think that uh I'm a pretty good writer. If I have time to sit down and like craft a thing, yeah, I can express pretty well. Or I'll like use a metaphor, or like slip in a song, or some something like I can creatively with writing convey a feeling or a mood or whatever. I. Don't I think kind of through my program, I've realized that I, my um, social work, clinical social work program, I don't actually have currently the ability yet to like in the moment pause and just organically, like without a tool or something, sit and be like, this is how I'm feeling. Hmm. I'm feeling this way. I need this to help, like not help make the feeling go away, but like in this moment I feel this way and I need this. Mm-hmm. It could be to sit with it. It could be to take a nap. It could yeah. be to dive in further. It, it could be so many things, but I think I had thought like, man, I'm so emotionally enlightened. Like, I, it's so sometimes
1: dangerous <laughs> to think that you're... <laughs>
0: yeah, like, I can, and I think I can, I think I could, I think I had, I have, had, or I had honed the ability to see, like, oh, here's how other people are feeling,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and here's probably why they feel that way, or, like, here's their defense mechanism, or whatever it might be, but not ever, like, turned that on myself. hmm And so it's been um, a wild realization to be like, oh, I actually benefit. I mean, I'm actually projecting one, like, onto Chris being like, oh, you're, like, so terrible with emotion. Like, why don't you know what you're feeling? And I'm like, wow, I I need to do that work also. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Like, sorry, I'm <laughs> some social media so I think in.
0: that's been a really a really <laughs> sol- a really solid discovery because i don't I don't think that I yeah, I think I just didn't really know that about myself.
1: yeah, it's interesting to like see it through the lens of like like seeing that your husband clearly needs to work on this thing. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, yeah, because I think <laughs> I... I thought
0: I, I felt really superior, not like just to him, but in general, because I'm like, oh, I can, I can tolerate other people's um, big feelings. Like I, I'm not triggered by toddler feelings. I don't yeah. know why.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just am like my literal natural reaction is is like, oh yeah, that. That makes sense. You're irrationally angry because of like this very small thing. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. It's okay to be mad. Like, do you want to hug? You don't mm. want to hug? Do you want to yeah. throw something? Like I, that's a natural thing for me, but I do not, I do not do that to myself. Yeah. And I don't notice like, oh, I'm feeling angry. I want to like throw a thing. I'm just yeah. like a big, I'm allowing myself to have the feelings kind of, Yeah, but I don't know what they are or Like, oh, hey, this is anger. This might help. Like, I don't turn that in on myself, and I just really
1: hard to do that. (laughs) I just didn't
0: know that I. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, I'm. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm comfortable with having the feelings, or like I have them, and I'm aware that I have them. But to like acknowledge them, like this is what it is, and accept it, I have like a lot of work to do. Yeah. So.
1: It's kind of like it's. I understand what you mean about it being sort of a good thing because it's like, well, now you know. Yeah. So you can like actually. The hard part is to actually put it it like actually practice what that looks like. But now mm-hmm. you know to do it instead of just. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll find a way to turn it into a perfectionistic exercise yeah, right. before the end of next year. <laughs> uh, today, Henry. He was feeling mad, but he like we have. Have you heard Red Grumpy Monkey? No, it's good for being angry. But Jim Pansy is the grumpy monkey, and at one point he's like, oh, "I'm not grumpy." He beats his chest, and and so I th- I feel like that's probably where Henry picked it up from. So if he gets really angry and he's like trying his his little brain is trying so hard to like not to punch his sister or something, mm-hmm. then he like acts really like a monkey and like beats his chest. And is like, ah, Mm -hmm. and, um, so he was doing that today and he like laid down on his back and I was like, honey, it's okay to be mad. Like, it's okay to be angry. And I was like, I'm really proud of you for like, you were angry, but you didn't hurt anybody. And he was like, no, it's not okay to be angry. And I was like, well, what do you think people do? <laughs> like, yes, it is. Like, what do you think? And he was like, people are just happy forever. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, yikes. No, 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 <laughs> no. Like, that is not real. No, no. no. <laughs> that is full of lies. <laughs> And he was just like so set on everyone is just happy forever. He was so angry. I'm like, oh, how do we, oh, how do we do that? How do we deal with that? But yeah. Um, what's next? I like the what are you grateful for question. Yeah, I uh, I'm really grateful that
0: like it's something like all of the th- choices that I've made in the past mm-hmm. have like are like continuously leading toward like a future that sounds really big and silly but for example I think because of my experience in higher education and like kind of seeing the higher ed system from the other side when I came into my program like there's a rule listed that you like you're not supposed to find your own practicum like you, you it's, it's not a rule, but see, I, I have been in academic spaces long enough now that I was like, oh, that's not a rule. Like, that's just something that they're saying because it wasn't like a policy. It wasn't written in a thing you sign. Like I could tell it wasn't a policy. It was yeah. just a pref, like a preference. And, you know, clearly in the past they'd had people do that and it didn't work out. And so it's like a risky thing to do. And so they just say no. Yeah. I'm going to find my own practicum though (laughs) because I don't love the stories that I've heard about people and the placements that they've been placed in. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I, I don't know that I found my own, but I was able to, like, I got referred to a group that happened to be looking for social work students and it ended up being a really good fit for me. Yeah. And I, if I hadn't, if I didn't come in with my PhD background or like, my life experience up into that point, I wouldn't be in the practicum that I'm in. Like yeah. I wouldn't be where I'm at with that.
1: He would have just read the quote unquote rule and been like,
0: okay. Yeah. Like I guess they I have guess to place give me, me whatever me and yeah. just place me somewhere. And I could have easily just been like, wow, social work isn't for me. Yeah. I'm out. Um, yeah. or like, I guess I just have to power through this. I don't know um so i'm i'm grateful for the, like decisions kind of leading there and then i'm also really grateful for decisions like joining fit mama and like yeah. the boot camp and stuff like leading to like this podcast and mm-hmm. like getting to get closer with you and like all kinds of stuff with that that's my awkward like i'm so glad we're friends <laughs> <laughs> uh, so but <laughs> <that's funny. laughs> um but, but seriously, like, I, I, there's so many like events and like things and choices that I've like made, and also things totally out of my control that have come together to like bring this moment in time. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. So
1: yeah. that's really cool. Uh, when we did the first boot camp together, I think we had had like one or two things, and, uh, couple people in the group were like, we need to get you and Annalisa together. And I'm like, don't you fucking friendship matchmake me? Like, yeah, I think she's cool, but we don't have to do anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, so that's really funny. Oh, man. It did. It started out in a a kind of, not serendipitous, but Mm -hmm. in a way. It started out in a way. I guess also I want to like
0: add the other part is like because I'm in the practicum that I'm in, I've mm-hmm. also had the flexibility to be with my kids more than I would in a lot yeah. of other practicums because there's a huge chunk of it that is super flexible Yeah, on time when mm-hmm. it needs to happen. So I can like get hours in after bedtime or like on like weekends before they get up or something and a lot of people have to be like at a physical location from like eight to five like wow I wouldn't be able to work my full-time job like I'm able to do all those things and I think that I'm just
1: yeah awesome it's really cool like that you have knowledge isn't the right maybe it is the right word it's not my favorite word for it but like the knowledge to be able to like advocate for your own self, mm-hmm. like to be able to say like, well, I'm going to do this practicum, <laughs> you yeah. know, or like yeah. any of those things all like require you to be a little bit of an advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, And I feel like that's like a cool place to be, to be able to say like, I, I did that for me like I knew even if it's like not conscious necessarily like I kind of knew I knew kind of where I wanted to be or where I wanted it mm-hmm. this is gonna get me somewhere yeah that I is in the direction in which I want to go with the least amount of like obstacles in between and I mean I think the universe kind of has our backs when we, Know how to advocate for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, and like when we're
0: in tune with ourselves too. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, go, go, go on. You, <laughs> you got this. You already know <laughs> what you're doing.
1: It's like almost just like manifesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah.
0: What are you the most grateful for, or mm. just grateful? It doesn't have to be most. You know, <laughs> I'm not the
1: perfectionist <laughs> <laughs> Um. I am going to do my best not to get um, (laughs) already teary eyed about it. Um, I had like I had mentioned that we had last year around this time was pretty rough and I won't get into like super details because it's really like Adam's journey to share. But he's I mean, alcohol has been a pretty like detrimental part of our lives for the past few years and it like kind of got to its worst last fall and and then there was like starting to be changes to be made um and so this whole year has sort of been that mostly for him just trying to figure out what that looks like and figure him himself out all all meanwhile me having my own mental health issues um yeah and uh, I don't, I don't know how many, how many days it is now. I probably, what is this? Probably about a, about a month sober today, like officially. That's huge. Um, and I mean, it was never like an issue of like not being able to stop drinking or like anything like that. But I think i Watching someone go through what he has been dealing with so, I say gracefully, not like there wasn't like hiccups or it wasn't like this giant emotional roller coaster, but like he consistently put in so much effort to fix this for, initially, I think it was just for us. I don't think, I think the first like probably six months of the year, he really tried really hard. Because he knew he needed to do it for me and for the kids. Mm-hmm. And then th- this last month, I think he finally, I mean, that was the final step, was realizing that it really is for him, too. Mm-hmm. And um, I just feel like I, I have watched many other people this year alone die or be in a really rough place because of alcohol mm-hmm. and, and not address it the right way that being able to like have a life partner who is dealing with something that's really hard, like alcoholism, but, but like do it in the best possible way that you could imagine Mm -hmm. and like actually change that for himself and for us. And because of that, like now being able to like say that we're actually doing things like he is training for marathons and I'm like doing all of these <laughs> things, yeah, um, like with playgroup and this and like things that seem very unimaginable to me a couple years ago. Um, like thinking that like the anxiety of feeling like I don't know if he was going out, I don't know how the night's gonna end. Like mm-hmm. I like the relief of not having to feel that way anymore. Yeah. And even from the past year, like I now find that like there were, there were times in the year where I wasn't sure if I would be able to trust him fully again, mm-hmm. because there were times where it was like, well, I can drink just a little bit sure. and that would be okay. And I can't overstep that. Cause not my decision to make. But then there were times where I'm like, yeah, I feel comfortable with that. But then there were other times that were like, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't know if I'm ever going to be comfortable with that again. Mm -hmm. And now I guess like the relief. So what I'm saying is I'm really grateful for Adam. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And grateful that we have seemingly gone through the worst part of it. And that it was able to be achieved with like. Lots of healing and um, mm-hmm. like a best case scenario for the issue at hand, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long winded, but
0: that's awesome. That's yeah. such a huge,
1: yeah. huge I, challenge. back to new years last year or at the beginning of the year. It just did not start well. Um, Cause he had been sort of back and forth and then, Um, he wanted to do dry January and so he like went buck wild on (laughs) New Year's Mm -hmm. and it was just us and it was just like not pretty not a pretty way to start the year it like kind of threw me Mm -hmm. Um, and so to like sort of picture that and then just see where we are now in our relationship and him personally like is really cool yeah yeah (laughs)
0: i feel like that's a solid solid note to end on yeah um happy holidays (laughs) (laughs) we are we are going to take a little bit of a pause till after the hiatus. hiatus hiatus i like that um and when we come back we'll we'll start off probably with our first
1: guest yeah, I'm really excited for you guys to hear that because it was really, really great conversation. Yeah, A couple great couple conversations. Yeah,
0: um, and in the meantime, I guess you know, <laughs> let's ever. I don't want to be like the broken record of make sure you have self care over the holidays, but yeah. specifically, if you need a break, you can walk outside. Might be cold.
1: That's might be better.
0: But it might be better. <laughs> go outside, take a breath. And just always, like, I don't know, bring your bring your comfort things with you. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to go to your good one. Little family house that's all trickery and full of childhood drama. You know, without <laughs> bring tools. Your stuffy. Bring your
1: stuffy. Bring your stuffies yes. And your slippers. Yes. And maybe lavender oil. I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, and <laughs> like know that <laughs> it's very hard for everyone. Yeah, usually and that like it's okay for you to feel like you didn't make any progress (laughs) last year when you're suddenly in those like patterned relationships and
1: yeah yeah if you are a local to kansas city person and you want to further this conversation in my basement Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh shoot me a dm or a text and you are invited to join us for our end of the year reflection yes it's a little woo-woo and spooky but it's fun fun (laughs) stuff (laughs) (laughs) all right
0: well um you know see you on the flip side see you in 2023 2023 here we come